Welcome to Know Yourself. This is Matteo Galatis. Welcome to this episode of Know Yourself, where I will be talking about the feedback mechanisms that we have. As I discussed in the previous session, I shared that we as human beings have been gifted. We have an inner guidance system that supports us and guides us throughout our life. If we want to know what is true versus what is false for us, we can simply connect to our own inner guidance system and ask ourselves, and we will know the knowing is inside of you. Now, this inner guidance system was originally evolved, was originally created to support our survival, to support us to survive throughout our biological existence as we evolved. But as our higher brain, as the four centers of the brain have evolved and we began to learn how to make meaning out of life and plan and understand how to navigate through life, we have been given the ability to differentiate between what is true and what is not true and specifically what is right for us in our lives. So at the core of our inner guidance system, we have an instant response of what is true and right for us. If you would take away all the noise, all the disturbances, all the opinions of others, all the influences of the outside world, all the social dogma and stigmatism, all the perceptions and misperceptions that you have, and you just bring yourself down to your absolute core, the core of who you are, you have an inner knowing that gives you an instant yes response when something is true and right for you and an instant no when something is not right for you. But many of us, or if if not all of us, have lost connection to this inner core. We've lost connection to our true selves that is able to support us to navigate life and identify where we want to go and who we want to be in life and who we truly are. And as a result of that, as a result of some kind of a disconnection of this essential part of ourselves or a numbing of the, the feelings that connects us to this essential part of ourselves, we aren't able to identify what is true and what is not. And because we are so distant from this part of ourselves, we need something to bring us back on track. And this comes in the form of our physical body, our emotions, our thoughts, and as I'll I'll expand to later on, our external environment. The very next step away from our essential self is our physical body. That's the, the first part of evolution that's been built onto us to enable us to work through the terrain of the earth, to navigate and to explore. We we did it physically, and then we developed emotions and greater emotional capacities and we started to have access to emotions and emotions are feedback as well thoughts is the next level beyond emotions and then when we gained access to our mental faculties and our mind we could use our thoughts to give us feedback as well but right now where we are in the world we've forgotten how to use our physical body our emotions and our thoughts as feedback and we're constantly using those faculties for i won't say the completely wrong reasons but for i would call secondary reasons 
And what we end up doing is we try to avoid emotions and we try to manage our thoughts and all of that. But there's so much confusion and there's so much overwhelm within these faculties that we don't know what is true and what is not. And the outside world is trying to give us feedback to bring us on track. But we think we need to copy the outside world. Instead, we need to pay attention and receive what it shares with us as feedback. Right now, I want to look at the physical body because this is the next level beyond our instant essential response, that core of us, that's like a nucleus of a cell, the center of a cell that knows and is connected to our truth. So the next level beyond our own inner truth is the physical body and that gives us feedback. We have a physical body that literally tells us when we're not heading in the right direction or when there's an imbalance in our minds or in our emotions, the physical body is giving us feedback. How does it do that? If you have a look at the various systems inside the body, you'll notice that you have a nervous system. And there's many systems, and I just want to focus on the nervous system for a while. The nervous system has two aspects to it. We have the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. Now, the, the purpose of the sympathetic nervous system is a stress response, is to give you energy so you can run around, so you can wake up, so you can rise up and go and do things. It's a stress response and it is needed. So some people that are overly stressed or burnt out are burning out or overusing this stress response that they have. They're overusing the sympathetic nervous system. And what do they need? They need the parasympathetic nervous system to bring it down. That's the other part that we have. The parasympathetic nervous system puts us to sleep, relaxes us. It supports us to digest, to calm down. So these are two parts of our own physical nature that are opposing each other. They have two separate tasks that are equal and opposite to each other. Some people believe we need both sides. We need both parts. We need, when we wake up in the morning, we need the sympathetic nervous system to wake us up, to energize us so we can get going and go and hunt for food and do what we do. And coming down at night, you don't want to be alive and alert and stressed and all of that. What you want to do is relax, calm down and get to sleep because sleep is a necessary part of life so you can regenerate and your brain can defragment itself. So we need both of these parts, the sympathetic nervous system, which gives you energy and raises energy and the parasympathetic nervous system that brings you down and puts you to sleep. If you only have one side, if you only have the sympathetic nervous system active all of the time, what's going to happen? It's quite easy to answer that. If you're constantly on, if you're constantly switched on, if you're constantly up, what's going to happen is you're going to burn out. You're going to get overly stressed and eventually you're going to crash. So your body cannot sustain up all the time. And the same thing on the other side. If you're constantly down, What's going to happen is you're going to get depressed, you're going to get low, and you're going to have non-life affirming behavior and attitude. Eventually, something's going to come to wake you up and bring you up. So both sides work as feedback to ourselves and as a system that supports us to have rhythm in our life, to be up when, we're, when we need to be up and be down when we need to be down. 
But there's been a confusion in our society. We think we need to be up all the time. We need to be on all the time. That's not fully true. We need to take downtime on a physical level. The body simply has a biological need to relax. And this is on a physical level. In the next episode, I'm going to talk about emotions. And I'm going to go into great detail in understanding emotions. And I'm going to take this part to the next level where the same principles applies. I'm going to use the same principle of the sympathetic nervous system, which is brings you up and the parasympathetic which brings you down that are necessary parts and I call the sympathetic the positive side and the parasympathetic the negative side because it brings you down and those are the the associations that we've made for it. I'm going to show you how this works on an emotional level. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode and I look forward to dive a little bit deeper into emotions and understanding emotions in the next episode.